six sides of school I fat it no for today I hit the radio dial and turn it up all the way I play Hey everybody and welcome back to the UK Hockey Fan Podcast. I'm Shane. And I'm Finn. And uh, we're back again with another episode. Uh, sorry it's been a little long. Uh, both Finn and I have uh, been a bit a bit poorly. Finn had a cold for about a week and I had a cold for a few days. Been playing lots of hockey, super busy with work and school, but we're back and we're looking forward to doing a uh, bumper episode with you today. we got loads of news around the NHL. Uh, we got women's hockey uh we've got loads of stuff to cover and scott and cliff will be on today yeah cliffy's notes will be on in the middle of the podcast as per usual so we're looking forward to ringing him up and getting him on um but before we kick off into the whole list of stuff that we wanted to cover today um i wanted to mention a disastrous thing that happened to me last night okay you want to go go for it yeah it has to do with my um athleticism okay uh Anybody who knows me knows that I am in terrible physical shape. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, what did you Thanks. want me to say there? <laughs> I was hoping you'd say you would uh, oh, uh, no, no, defend yeah. me there. Of course not. Yeah, no. Uh, I am not in great shape. Although I'm a hockey player, I am getting old and I am getting slow. And uh, last night, um, I received an email from my boss. Yeah. And, uh, and so I work for a big media company here in the UK. And uh, my boss sent an email out to a bunch of us uh, uh, inviting us all to join and participate in a half marathon. Half marathon. Marathon. That's still bad. Half marathon. And and so in a moment of craziness and through uh, several glasses of wine, I signed up to participate in the half marathon. And um, I have to be totally honest, although I skate quite a bit, quite often, the last time I remember running was probably, uh, for any reason other than someone shouting last call at the bar, was <laughs> was probably about 20 years ago. So... I hate running. I know you do, because I tried to get you to come out with me. <laughs> I don't mind riding a bike. Uh, you know, I'm quite, quite into cycling, and... Uh, I love playing hockey. I hate running. So do you know how long a, mar- a half marathon is? 13.5 miles? 13.1. Oh, God, it's shorter than I thought. Point four it now seems like a piece of cake. Easy now, yeah? It looks totally easy. Oh, thanks, man. Here I was thinking I'd have to <laughs> haul around one of those defibrillators. <laughs> <laughs> but that point six of a mile I've just gained, or whatever. Plus, you wouldn't have to take one. They have them in most telephone boxes. So, right? so this event is taking place in here in London, UK, on uh, in March. So I've got like a bit of time, right, to get into shape. How long do you think it'll take me to get into shape? Uh, for two, three months. Two or three months. Okay, so if I start like to get into shape, but to get let ready Christmas go by, put on the turkey lump, uh, <laughs> you know. A little bit of the extra booze over Christmas, that sort of thing. New Year's and get through that whole party season and then start training is what you're saying. No, you should start training around now. But what? Like, but like not too intense, I'm saying. It's like only October. Yeah. You could two weeks is all go I need. Go for a few Two weeks is all I two need weeks. to get in shape. If I start in the middle of April, what do you think? No. Oh, okay. New Year then. New Year's resolution. New Year's resolution, yeah. Get in shape for the half marathon. I wrote that, right. yeah. I'm gonna ha- I'm, I am raising 
uh, I'll be raising money for um, Macmillan Cancer Support, and uh, and I'll have a Just Giving page and everything else. And we'll probably I'll probably annoy the hell out of everybody by putting that up on um, social media and everything else over the coming months. Uh, but I will uh, start letting people know of how the uh, the old training's going as a aged hockey player takes on the half marathon just uh, they eat uh, they can, like a daily update yeah that's it day that's one it. this happens day two this happens <laughs> for like four months straight oh man i was just thinking about going to cardiff at the weekend and eating all those tim horton donuts that's probably not going to be part of the training no i'll still do that but you know right okay <laughs> in front of you should um right so two two games at the weekend you played and uh we and uh, your brother and i went to see uh cardiff devils yeah and you uh, two losses. Yeah, you guys lost. Oxford Stars lost uh-huh. to Milton Keynes. MK, yeah. And uh, and Cardiff unbelievably lost to um, uh, Nottingham Panthers. And Scotty will probably talk some more about that um, when he comes on later. Anyway, let's get on to the Leafs. Yeah, let's let's get in some uh, some Leafs who, uh, who unfortunately haven't been been doing as well as I w- I would have liked, and I know you would have liked as well. So we'll go. We'll we'll, st- we'll start from Washington, okay? Which was uh, last Wednesday, okay? It was the second half of a back-to-back. So uh, of course, Babcock will not be starting Frederick Hansen because that makes sense. Um, <laughs> so he started uh, the clutch. Yep. Uh, against Washington. Okay. But it doesn't make any sense. We'll get onto that later because I want to ask you something about that. Okay. So anyway, uh, we'll go through uh, the like summary thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so it's 32, 32 shots apiece. Okay, that's so it's pretty good. Even Steven. First period, Kasperi Kapanen scores first goal, assist going to Trevor Moore. Uh, second goal goes to Ilya Mikheyev, uh, assist going to Ka- uh, Kasperi Kapanen and uh, Justin Hull. And then uh, the Caps get on the board with Jakob Vrana uh, to make it 2-1. Second period, Evgeny Kuznetsov scores and ties it 2-2. Uh, Nicholas Backstrom scores to make it 3-2 for Washington. And then John Carlson scores 4-2. Uh, John Carlson scores to make it 4-2 for, to Washington. And then John Tavares comes in late with Cisco to Jake Muzzin and Kasperi Kapanen again uh, to win it. Uh, to, no, to make it 4-3, but wasn't enough to win the game. Wow. Okay. That's a bummer. Yeah, but Ka- Kasperi Kapanen got one... Uh, one, two, three points, one goal to assist. That's excellent. It's even better because he's on my fancy team, so oh it's great. Oh, God, don't talk about that. I'm dead last in the league. Oh, there's a reason why, and we'll get onto that in a minute. Oh, man. All right. Um, and then we go and play uh, Boston. Yep. Love. I love to play Boston, as long as we win. Well, luckily, this, this one we did win. Whoop, whoop, shootout. No. No? Was it a shootout? OT. Oh, God, yeah, it was OT. OT yeah. Almost. Um, so the shots and goal uh, weren't as even, with uh, shots and goal being 46-29 in favor of Boston. Right. Um, Frederick Hansen seems to be pretty good at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, first goal goes to Morgan Riley, uh, with assist going to Mitch Marner and Andreas Janssen. And then let me let, let's just stop this here a second, okay? Yeah. So did did you see? So the the Boston game was the debut of Babcock's super line. With Mitch Marner, yeah. Austin Matthews, Andreas Janssen, Cody Cece, and Morgan Riley all on the same line. Yeah. Well, and that they they scored in their second shift as a line five minutes in. <laughs> second shift as a line. Yeah, that's excellent. That's that's a sign of what's to come, right? Yeah, 
well hopefully at some point now i'll keep that as a line yeah yeah uh and then we have uh Dim- i think pretty sure it's dimitra timishov dimitri no Dim- dimitra i think dimitra dimitro dimitro uh, dimitro Metro. no dimitra metro sure you can call <laughs> i'll him bet metro. they call him metro Probably that we got to find out what his nickname is because there's no way that uh, a bunch of Canadians Americans call him that. Oh, they call him like Timmy or something. Meaty. Because his last yeah. name is Timoshov. Something. We'll figure it so out. So Dimitro Timoshov uh, scores uh, with Siskin to Freddy the Goat, his first of the season, uh, to make it 2-0. Uh, Boston come back uh, with Jake DeBrusque scoring goal to make it 2-1. No goals in the second period. Hmm. Uh, and then Heinen of the Boston Burns uh, ties it 2-2. Right. Alexander Kreffert of the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, scores to make it th- uh, 3-2 at Toronto uh, with this going to Jake Muzzin and Ilya Mikheyev. Yeah. David Pasternak, Leaf killer, uh, scores uh, to tie it 3-3 with this going to one of, obviously, one of your favorite players, Brad Marchand. Right. And uh, Patrice Bergeron. Oh. Bergeron. Well, Bergeron. I like Bergeron. I yeah, like I Marchand. do too. No, I hate Marchand. I wish Bergeron was on my team. Even Boston Bruins players hate Marchand, but they just pretend that they like him. Yeah, like like like, like they're all going out for beers after, and Marchand's the only one not invited. But they're like, oh, we didn't we didn't think you were we were available. Uh, you know, the family and that, right? Yeah. Uh, and then in overtime, Morgan Riley scores with assist going to Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews. Um, three three minutes and fifty four into overtime to make it four three final. Yeah, nice. We'll take that. So, going back to super lines, right? Yeah. Okay. So that so overtime is three on three now, right? Yep. So the three on three line, our top three on three line, yeah, is Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, and Morgan Riley. That's pretty unstoppable. That is unstoppable. That's mad. That's okay. excellent. Yeah. So uh, we beat Boston, which is great. Yeah, that is great. First time, first time we meet them this season. Yeah. And we beat them. It's, it's really hot in here. Really hot in here. Yeah. Why is it? It's really steaming hot in the studio tonight. Why is it so hot in here? I don't know. It's pretty cold outside. Like, it's pretty cold outside. Well, yeah, I know. It's really hot in here. I, I don't, I'm not sure I got. I have enough beer in here to get through this. Yeah, you do. I'm sweating it out. No, you, you're good. All right. Okay. So, uh, then we go on to another back-to-back. Okay. Second back-to-back of the month. Because, yes. Like, the, like the, 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 I want to talk about this in a bit more detail later. But a- like 80-odd game season they gotta start stacking them up oh i've got another back-to-back tomorrow night too yeah it doesn't make any sense it's really weird uh but anyway we go to play columbus right um and then the shots are 38 31 in favor of columbus yeah um just gonna put it out there quick Tavares is injured by now by the way oh god yeah he broke his thumb or something broke his fingers yeah broke his two fingers i think um and it'll be out two two to three weeks i think so wow. not too bad, but it's, no. it's John Tavares. Yeah, that's surprising. You'd think you'd just slap some hockey tape on it and carry on. No, because they wouldn't fit in the glove holes. Oh, I just make wear bigger gloves. <laughs> just sew two fingers together. Dude's the captain. Come on. He's a legend. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, that, so he's out. So you might you won't, obviously won't hear his name for a bit. Um, but we go play Columbus, and Rick Nash scores the first goal for Columbus to make it 1-0. Uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois scores uh, for Columbus to make it 2-0. Kasperi Kapanen comes back uh, with Siskin to Mitch Marner and Jake Muzzin to make it 2-1. Uh, Austin Matthews ties it 2-2 with Siskin to Andreas Janssen and Jake Muzzin. Uh, William Nylander gets on the board for the first time in a while 
his third goal of the season, uh, making it 3-2 to Toronto, uh, with assists going to Andreas Janssen and Austin Matthews. Third period, uh, Wenberg of the Columbus Blue Jackets ties it 3-3, and Gustav Nyquist uh, scores to uh, make it 4-3 Columbus in overtime, unassisted. So we lose by one goal in overtime. So we still get the point, but we don't get two points. Yeah. Yep. So that's the first half of the back-to-back. So we lose at home. Yeah. With Anderson in that. That sucks. It's a it's a hard start to the year for uh, home fans. Yeah. Um. But then we go back about we go uh, to an away game. Yeah. To the Boston Bruins. Yeah. Without Freddie in net. Right. Without John Tavares. Back to the ironically named Toronto, Toronto Dominion Center. Yeah. Um, and then uh, so the shots are relatively even with 39-30 uh, uh, shots on goal in favor of Boston. So David Pasternak scores the first goal to make it 1-0. Gasparic Kapanen ties it uh, 1-1 in the second period. Assist going to Alexander Kofut and Justin Hall. Brad Marchand scores for the Bruins to make it 2-1 Boston. Alexander Kofut scores uh uh, to tie 2-2, uh, assist going to Kasperi Kapanen and William Nylander. Uh, Richie of the Bruins scores to make it 3-2. And uh, Lindholm, oh, he was on the lease last year. Do you remember his name? Uh, uh, Lindholm. Oh. Eric? No, that's Lindros. Paralindrome. <laughs> yeah, Paralindrome. So, Lee from last year yeah. scores to make it 4-2. Right. Um, and then we lose 4-2 to Boston. Ooh. On the road. Two goal, uh, two game losing streak. Currently, um, we play San Jose and Montreal on the back to back next couple of days. Wowzers! Um, so, do you want to know where that where that uh, leaves yeah, us? Yeah, yeah. Tell, tell us, give us the roundup because we're not doing great. No, we're not so at a great start. In the Eastern Conference, yeah. Top three teams. Uh, no, uh, sorry, Eastern Conference, Atlantic Division. Yeah. Top three teams: Buffalo and number one. Yeah. Oh God, that's that doesn't not make any laugh, sense. Though. No. No. I'm not complaining. I've got Darlene on my fancy. Oh, God. Yeah. Boston are in second. Makes makes sense. Yeah. Where we, Toronto Maple Leafs, yeah. are in third. But we have, like, we've, we've played 11 games. Boston's played nine and Buffalo played So 10. where are we in the league? You want to know in the whole league? Yeah. Are we even in the top 10? Nope. Oh. We're 11th. Oh, just outside. Right. Okay. No, but Bruins starting out strong. Leafs struggling out the start. So hopefully we'll flip-flop. And uh, halfway through, we'll end up killing it. If it makes Bruins you, will end up sucking. If it makes you feel better, we're in 11th. Yeah. The Habs are in 19th. Mm. Well, yeah, that doesn't make me feel better at and all. They, they, they are rubbish. Tampa Bay are in 14th. That's also, surprising. Well, that is surprising, actually. Um, yeah, Buffalo, Washington, Colorado, and Edmonton oh, are in the top of the league at the moment. Amazing. amazing. It's an early, it's early, so early weird, days, though. right? And Vancouver. Vancouver is a entry which no one expected either, I don't think. No, it's a funny old start to the season, but everybody needs to settle in and do their job. Yeah. Especially on the Leafs. Uh, do you want to know the top point scorers in the league for now? Yeah, we might as well. So, John Carlson of Washington. Oh, yeah? How many points? He has 20 points. Oh, that's pretty in good. Pretty good for only a handful of games. He's got 20 points in 11 games. That is awesome. What a, that's a solid start. David Pasternak. Yeah. Has played nine games and got 17 points. Holy smokes. Uh, Connor McDavid is in third. Yeah. Uh, he has 17 points in 10 games. Who's got McDavid in our fantasy league? Guy in the top, Elliot. Oh, Elliot does. Elliot, if you're listening. Okay. 
Uh, Leon, Leon Dreisaitl's in fourth. Yeah. Uh, he's played 10 games, got 16 points. Yeah. And then fifth is Mark Stone, that guy from, te- oh, from the yeah. Team Canada. That guy that put up that amazing performance at the um, Olympics. Not Olympics. Uh, World, the World, World Cup. Worlds, Hockey sorry. World Cup. Uh, he's played 11 games, got 14 points. Man, he's good, isn't he? Who do you think is the top point scorer on the Leafs right now? We'll go to the Leafs. Uh, on Leafs? Yeah. Um, gosh. Is that Austin Matthews? Nope. Uh, oh. Oh. Is it um, O'Reilly? No. Oh, man. Uh, then it's got to be uh, Mike Palmatier. Yes. No. Uh, Mitch Marner. Oh, is it Mitchie? He's got 12 points in 11 games. He's just the assist man, isn't he? Yeah, he's got nine assists, three goals. God, he's a playmaker. So good at that job. Yeah, he's also leading the team in assists with nine. Yeah. And uh, who's leading in goals? Oh, come on. I don't know. Uh, come on. Matthews. Yeah. Okay. Eight goals. Yeah, right. Okay. Both of them do their jobs. Come on, the rest of you. Matthews has got a Come on, Tavares. Ma- wimp. <laughs> yeah, if you were playing, you'd be taping up those fingers straight. I would straight play and with broken, every finger broken. Yeah. I Gret- mean, I'd be awful. Gretzky had his back frozen or whatever in the playoffs. Yeah, because, come on. Gretzky know, had his back frozen, whatever that means. He, yeah, he had, to, he had like a spine injury or something a weird. Spinal he, injection. I can't remember what he what he had. He like broke ribs or something that yeah, still played on. That's when, yeah, see, that's when men were men, right? Or whatever. Yeah, I mean, Gretzky was Gretzky. <laughs> <laughs> you have Gretzky, you win. It's a cheat code. Oh, God, yeah. Right. Okay, where do we go from there? Uh, let me just have a look here. So, Michael Hutchinson. Yeah. What's your opinion on him at the moment? This uh, is my question. I've got a couple of questions here because I'm like... I need to I need to talk with someone else, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. So, how many games has he played? Uh, uh, he will so Freddie's played how many? Hutchison Hutch has played how many? Uh, let me look here quick. Um, Can't many, right? What four and five or something? No, so we so I think pretty sure we so we played eleven games, right? Right. And let me just look that at the look four and five does not add up to eleven. Let me just check my addition skills there again. Yeah, that's not very good, is it? Uh, six and five. Uh, so Freddie, uh, Freddie is on. Uh, he's played eight games. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, he's won five, lost two, lost one in overtime. Right, and Clutch lost all three. Clutch has played four games, lost two, and lost one in overtime. Uh, yeah. Which doesn't add up. So I'm guessing. Uh, doesn't he add up. So you just added up to twelve there somehow. I'm guessing he got pulled at some point. Oh okay. Yeah. So he played a period or something. Yeah. Uh, hard to say. It's too. That's not enough of a sample size. What are you? What are your thoughts? I think he's. Uh, I think he's doing all right. Who else? Who's our other guy? Who's the third guy? Uh, the third goalie. Yeah. Casimir Kaskasua. Yeah. Where's he at? The Mar- is he playing Joseph for the Marlies? Wall. Uh, yeah. I think pretty sure they're both playing for the yeah. Marlies. I don't. One of those guys will probably get a nod pretty soon. I would imagine. Kaskasua. He doesn't. I'm not. I don't think he's ready. But Joseph Wall. They were yeah. thinking. Mike. The Wall. The Wall. Yeah. Yeah. That dude, he just sounds awesome. Sounds like a wall. I would expect one of them to suit up pretty soon. Yeah, try it out. I because I don't know. Cause so you got to try them out early. Right? And this this whole thing leads back into what I also want to talk about, and I've been already mentioned a couple of times is back to backs. So I've mentioned that we've going we're gonna have three back to backs this month, which is crazy for any NHL team in the first month of playing hockey, right? Yeah. Um, but what like. I, I, we've we've talked about this before. I swear, like with um, 
talking about uh, Babcock playing um, Freddie one night and Clutch the next. Yeah. But I don't I don't get when you look at when you look at some of the back to backs like we played Minnesota one night and then we played Washington the next night, but we played Freddie against Minnesota and won. Yeah. But then we played Clutch against Washington, who's a far better team, right? Yeah, yeah. So why wouldn't you play Clutch in the first game and then be like, Oh, we, we might be able to get this 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 uh, W, right? Yeah. And then like if you're even gonna swap the goalies at all. Yeah. And then play Freddie in the harder game when everyone's everyone's a bit tired, you need your goalie to step up a bit more, right? Yep. I don't. I don't get why he either doesn't start Freddie twice. Like like you said before, like goalies used to just they that was their thing. They just started right. Yep. You're starting goalie unless you're injured. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't get why he doesn't do that in back to backs or plays Freddie against the tougher team. So right? last year we said we were going to do an analysis of this, and I'm sure we didn't. We need to look at some other teams and see how they allocate their uh, starter versus backup goalie. All right. Pick pick any team right now, and I'll, I'll look them up right now. Okay. Um. Uh, the uh. Uh, Wheat Kings. The Wheat an NHL team. Oh Wheat. right, okay. Thrash, uh, you said right? any team. Thrashers, right? You said any uh, team. Atlanta Thrashers. Okay. Uh, uh, California team. Golden Seals. Oh well, let me have the. Uh, come on, dude. Current team, you mean? Yeah, just choose any current team. Okay. Uh, Golden Knights. Except that one. No, I'm joking. Um, let me have a look. So they've got uh, the flower. Yeah. And he's that's, doing that's really why well. I picked them. So he's so hot. And the legend. Um, so he's played 10 games. Right. And how many... I'm, I'm just going to so, check now. So he's... He, no, so they've they've played 11 games as a club. And he's been in the pipes He's been in times. the pipes for 10. Yeah, see, that's how you play it. How about Pricey? Give me Price. You want Price? Yeah. Uh, let me find Price quick. I know they have Montreal. Because that's that's what you do if you got a superstar goalie, right? Fleury. Plays 11, game, 11 games. Um, played... He's in the pipes for 10 games because that's what you're paying him to do. He's the star, right? Yeah, the Habs have played nine games. Yeah. Prices start in seven. Yeah, see, that's what you do. I don't get it. Babcock spreading around the the goaltending. Goal I mean, if you don't have a goalie that can play the every night, you need a better goalie. Yeah. You know, that's not to do down Freddie because when he's on, he's on, right? But, you know, he can't like that. Freddie can't like that. No. You know? He's he, if he thinks that he's a good, solid, uh, NHL goalie, he wants to play every game, right? Yeah, I remember reading a book. It might have been the Gretzky one. Yeah, and he was talking about there was a goalie, a, a goalie who's pretty good for the Edmonton Oilers, and that he he was Grant Fear. No, it wasn't Grant Fear. No, uh, it, it was a it was a goalie like a third goalie or something, because like Fear or something. Turk Broda. No, I I genuinely can't remember who the goalie <laughs> was, but the but they uh. The goalie was that they were like, oh, you're you're gonna start right? Yeah. To to this goalie who's playing really well at the moment in the in the uh, AHL. Yeah. And then just before game time, they're like, oh, we're we're not actually gonna start you. And the goalie was furious, right? Right. But I feel like, I feel like that's not the same thing when Babs is your coach kind of thing. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Because the you, same. You know, thing, you're only gonna play half the games. Because the same kind of thing is happening here, right? Yeah. Where they're like, oh, Freddie, you're going to play this game, but you're not playing the next game. And he's like, well, shouldn't I, 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 if I were the goalie, I'd be like, well, shouldn't you leave that until the yeah. day and see how so, I feel? So to be fair, he's not doing what he did last year, was, which was pretty much alternating. So he started off and he's playing Freddie in the majority of the games. The way it should be is if you, if you play a good night and you're fit, you play tomorrow night. Yeah. Exactly. If you play crap tonight, maybe you start the other goalie tomorrow night. If you get, you know, pick up a, uh, an an unseen injury or whatever, 
then you don't play tomorrow. But if you play tonight and you play well tonight, you play tomorrow night. That's the way it should work. But if you have an off night and you're just not feeling like you're you're in the zone yeah. that hey, week, these then guys are fine, human right? beings, right? So they have colds and everything else, and they're kind of all that stuff that you never see. Any of those things can keep you from playing. But if you're playing well uh, and you play good tonight, you play tomorrow night. That's the way it wor- works with the goalie. Yeah, well, that's the way it works with every player. But then again, this is the thing that always comes up, and this is probably why Babs is doing this, and it comes up with uh, load management, is what they call it. Um, and I remember at the start of the season, Freddie's like, oh, I'm expecting to play like 60, 65 games or something this season. Yeah. Which I think is kind of fair because you don't want to completely that, destroy that's the, your So that's the there. other thing, right? You think about salaries for players. Yeah, yeah. And when you're a goalie, um, you know, it is all about how many games you're going to play, right? So you get, you, it's like you agree a, a contract at X amount of money. And um, for that X amount of money, it, it could be a massive difference if you're only going to p- play 50% of the games. Yeah, you know, you you get you get a contract, you get a decent contract, you exp- expect to play. If you're a starting goalie, you're a starting goalie. I don't get it. Let's move on. What else have we got? Okay, um, Bianca Andreescu. Oh yeah, t- tennis superstar. Yeah, Canada uh, Canada's darling tennis player. Yeah, she won the Grand Slam. Yeah, nice. I don't know what that means really, but I just know that's a thing. Uh, a Grand Slam is a Grand Slam. Is, is that three trophies? So I'm no tennis genius. No, 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 no. You no know more than me. So there's there's the, Grand Slam isn't that... It, it's just one tournament. No. It is. It? it is. So there's several big tournaments. Not every tournament is a gl- Grand Slam tournament. It's only some of them, like Wimbledon, are a Grand Slam one. R- Wimbledon, she won, Queens... She won the Rogers Cup. She won the US Open. Oh, uh, is that what happened? I, I wish I knew more. An, she won another one, which I can't remember. But she, she got anyway, Grand Slam or whatever. Anyway, w- she's a winning tennis superstar. Do you know what she's also winning? Uh... Don't know. She also means she also visit has visited multiple teams this year in the Canadian area, right? Um, and every team she's gone to and gone to see that team has won. So she went to uh, watch Toronto FC on March 29th. Yeah, and they won. She went to see the Raptors play on April 1st and they won. Uh, she went to see the Blue Jays play on April 3rd and they won. She went to see the Montreal Alouettes on August 21st. She's like a talisman. Uh, she went to see uh, n- something Nations League in uh, uh, Team Canada o- on October 15th, and they won. And then she came to see the, the Leafs on October 19th, five days ago, and they won. So, I mean, can someone get, you know, like season season tickets, you know? She can just stay and be a good omen, you know? Uh, unlike the Drake, yeah. the Drake curse from last year. <laughs> yeah. We want oh, the, she's the opposite of that. Yeah, yeah for sure. Did I'm talking about Drake by the way? She should have a box, her own box seat. Her own box. Just just it's just his undress yeah. it's just his undress goo on the side. They should pick her up from wherever she is and deliver her to the box. To the box, straight to the box. Yep. Um but yeah, talking about Drake by the way. Uh, why so, why do we have to do that? No, because the Raptors, uh they played their uh home uh, their home opener, so they raised the NBA champions bagger. Um not bagger banner. Okay. NBA yeah, champions yeah, yeah, banner. Yeah. Um and uh they also got their cup rings, right? And they look really cool. They're like fully diamond encrusted with like names and like yeah, the, the un- championship. Unlike most crappy championship rings that you see. Shh. Um, <laughs> no, but, no, but they're like, they're, you know how all the rings look cool because they're like all custom, yeah, right? Yeah, they do look And so. then it's like in gold and with like diamonds on it. It says uh, North with the like oh, triangle yeah. which is on their jerseys yeah, yeah. from last year. That's which cool. Is so cool. Very cool. And um, Drake got his own, t- he got two and he got two custom ones. So he got one which has the north design. Right. 
and he's got one from the the uh, retro rap you know where the raptors oh, one was like actual, it was an actual, like an dinosaur. actual dinosaur running with the basketball because he's been he's been a fan for that long and keep, kept coming so they they uh, got him in a, huh. a retro one and oh, a custom cool. new one which is really cool that is really cool which i thought was, i thought needed mentioning yeah no it's interesting that's all interesting and now i've got some more good news lease wise for us okay okay back to lease dermot oh yeah he might be returning to high soon okay so he is uh on the ir currently yes yeah but he's on also on ltir so i don't know what that means because LTIR so that gets you off the cap cancels cancels out your contract from the cap right that's right um so i don't know how that's going to work because we're like so close to the cap at the moment like you yeah. might just tip it over you know yeah I'm so we exactly might sure. we because he's training with the team again without the red jersey yet right i've heard on the radio okay um on the radio you heard that tsn 50 okay got you when I come home from school, I sometimes listen to it. Yeah, yeah, you know it's actually on. <laughs> okay, it's great. Thanks uh, for explaining that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's training without a red jersey now, which is which means uh, the non-contact jersey. Yes. So he's training without that that now. Yes. I'm pretty sure. And in Star War and Star Trek, that means he won't be uh, killed. I don't know what that means. You don't know about Star Trek? I've never watched Star Trek. You've never watched Star Trek? No. So these random dudes turn up every episode, and if you're wearing a red shirt, like a red uniform, you're gonna get killed in that episode. Oh. Anyway, carry on. Well, why, why wouldn't you just be like, they give you a red shirt and you're like, no, I'm going to wear yeah, a black shirt. Yeah, I'm not shirt. putting that on. Yeah, I'm going to wear a black shirt. <laughs> I put that on and this will be my last episode. That's it, yeah. Yeah, all right. Um, no, yeah, so he's so he's not wearing the red jersey anymore. Right, so he's open season. So you it looks smush like... smush him right in the boards if you want. <laughs> Injure him again for the rest yeah, of the season. There you go, it. have some of that. Uh, no, but, but so he might be returning to the ice soon. Is, uh, things, uh, rumors that I've heard around uh, like Twitter and stuff. Okay. Um. But then again, they might keep him off and I don't keep him at LTIR until they can figure out this cap issue kind of thing. They might trade someone away. They might, um, I don't know, like try and mo- like move someone's contract, if you know what I mean. Like yeah. try and move, move a contract and then like someone not, not like super important but has like a massive contract. Yeah. For example, Cody Cece. Yeah. Uh, he's on the right. I'm pretty sure he's on the right side. Dermot's on the right side. Also right-handed defenseman, both of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. If they ship Cody Cece, who's got six mil for one year deal, yeah, they're not going to ship him him anywhere. I don't know how they can. It would be it would be it would be like the same thing as the as the Marlon contract, yeah. right? They ship him, but they also have to give. I, I can't believe well. we're now like spoiled for brilliant defenders. No, we don't, we're not perfect yet, but we not completely compared perfect compared to last year. Compared to last year, yeah, because you got Barry Muzzin, Riley Cece's not too bad, but he's not Dermot quality from last year in the playoffs right uh cc's playing pretty well mate six mil though he's not a six mil player man how do you know he's only played a couple games 11 games man but no but like unless you're like morgan riley caliber you shouldn't be making six Uh, mil okay you're a harsh taskmaster well dubas handed out too many bags of money okay okay i got you i I hear you he's down to one bag of money and i'm not sure he's gonna be able to smokes god help any leaf if you walk in the dressing room you just be pointing the firing stick you fired you fired you fired them is he's that's the trading stick oh is that the holy trading stick (laughs) taking away bags of money yeah never mind the guy never mind the guy wearing the red shirt in star trek it's like when finn walks in the room everybody's like oh god Start. They just start packing their stuff. Stuff they usually leave in the changing room. They put put it <laughs> in their bag. Yeah, you know, they have like pegs in the name tag. They start taking off the name yeah. tag. Uh oh. Yeah. Here we go. Nah. If CC can prove prove to me that he's worth six mil, <laughs> okay, then he can stay. All right. Okay. Well, he's got a job to do then. 
No, yeah. I don't know. He probably doesn't know who you are. Maybe I'm almost will. certain of it. He will see. <laughs> okay. I'll yeah. be on the phone to when Dubas. Gets, when he opens the letter. <laughs> no, phone, phone on the phone to Dubas. Yeah. I'll be like, you got to tell him. CC. Me? I'm on the phone to Dubas. Signed Finn from, from England. Hey, he'd listen to me. <laughs> okay. He knows what I'm on about. All right. What do we got next? Let's get out um, of this mess. Rasmus Sandin. Oh, yeah. He was sent down. Oh, yeah. So he's been sent down to the Marlies. Yeah. So the same thing. Quincy he didn't get much of a chance, did he? No, but the same thing happened uh, a couple of years ago with, with Dermot, coincidentally. Yeah. Um, they played him for, like, for the first 11 games to kind of get him into it. Sent Putting down in the Marlies and yeah. then just before players brought him up again, like, come prove yourself in the playoffs now. And he was badass. Yeah. And then and now he's a proper leaf, right? Yep. I think that, uh, like, I heard this on the Dangle podcast as well. I think that they're going to do the same yeah, thing. Pick up Steve Dangle. He agreed to come on our podcast. Yeah. Oh, we forgot to mention that. We, we did. Uh, we're just trying to arrange a time um, and a date to get Steve on. Anyway, uh, sorry, I interrupted. So, Rasmus Sandin was sent down for Kevin Gravel. Oh, okay. So, Gravel's up and he'll be, like, a healthy scratch kind of thing. They're just, like, a placeholder kind of thing. Right, yeah. Um... And Sandin will go have another great season in the AHL, and then they'll bring him up play come playoff time and see if he's up to it, you know. Yeah. Um, and then final Leafs thing before we should probably get Cliffy on um, is uh, Matthews was named uh, the f- uh, third star of the week in the oh. fir- in the first week. Oh really? Yes. So he was on. Uh, he had five goals in three games. Um, should have been a captain. No, nah, should have been the same. No, he's not ready yet. Tavares oh, is the legend. He's totally ready. All right. Uh, Give it three years or whatever. Yeah, gosh. So we got San Jose and Habs this weekend. Yeah, San Jose San Jose tomorrow night yeah. and uh, Habs on Saturday night. Oh, no. No, no, no. It's not tomorrow night. Is it? Yeah, oh, yeah. No, no, no. It's just because I, I always get that wrong because of this uh, time, the thing. time difference. Yeah. Hey, so I'm going to New York. Yeah. And you're going to see the Sens v Rangers? you'll be around when they're playing so uh yeah i should be so i get there on well be uh whatever it is the third or fourth or whatever of um november and uh, we're going to see rangers v sends that night let me have a look wait wait, wait when uh you said the fourth yeah yeah sends they play the sends on the fourth msg i haven't been there since i was a kid really yep huh i think i've only been once and then they well, how long are you there uh, in New York? Yeah. Uh, I am there that week until the Thursday. I don't. I think they're away. So I think they play Sens at home. And then they play Detroit at home on the 6th. Oh, do, yeah. On um, a Wednesday. Oh, I can, might be able to catch that as well. And then they play Carolina away back right. to back. Yeah. You can see my guy Capo Caco. Oh, no, that dude. Okay. Well, yeah. Finished fingers dude. crossed. I might get in two games there. That'd be great. Right. Should we get, should we get Cliffy on? Yeah, let's do that. All right. Cliff is nuts. Hey, Scott and Cliff is with us again. Cliffy, are you there? I am indeed. Good evening, guys. Hey, great to have you back, man. How's it going? Yeah, I'm pretty good, thank you. Um, yeah, it's been a while, but um, yeah, just about recovered from a, a viral infection. But other than that, I'm uh, I'm all good. What oh, about you guys? Exactly the same. So Finn, we mentioned on our last podcast, was re- so. We've been having we've been having a few weeks here where we've been it's been a struggle to get podcasts out. Finn was ill, I was ill, you've been ill, but hey, here we are. We're back again, and hopefully we'll start pounding one of these episodes out every week now. But it's really great to have you back. 
loads of stuff happening in the NHL that um, Finn and I were just talking about, and I know loads has been happening around the UK as well. Can you start us off with something that's been happening around the UK? Yeah, absolutely. So there's been some uh, pretty big news um, what has broke yesterday. So the Steelers have released a netminder called Pavel Cantor. Um, so pre-season, the Steelers brought in two import netminders. So it's traditionally a route what they've not gone down too much in the past. They tend to tended to have one uh, import netminder and then one British netminder and then using the other import spaces for defensemen and forwards. So to go down the two import netminder rule was, um, route was an interesting sort of um, choice, I guess, this off-season. And the Steelers have released a young netminder called Pavel Cantor. So he's a 28-year-old Czech netminder. He came to Sheffield this summer, but he only made five appearances. Um, and he had a 1-4-0 record. Yeah. And in those five games, he, he faced 122 shots, conceded 21 goals. So he had a saves, uh, an average um, save percentage of 82.79. Wow. And a goals against average of 4.45. So wow. not not great. No. How, however, I think some of those stats are slightly misleading because he played quite a few games earlier on in the season, yeah. um, sort of mainly in September, and we had quite a leaky defensive um, core then, so we were conceding probably five or six goals a game on average. Yeah. Um, and we brought in a couple of defensemen recently, uh, Marek Tronsinski and Miko Kuka, a Finnish guy, and they've really stabilised the defensive units. They've been brought in as injury replacement. Right. Um, but they've really steadied the ship at the back and were conceding less goals. So I think he's been made the scapegoat a little bit. And I think the stats don't reflect his true quality. But I think his confidence had, had already gone slightly at that point anyway. Wow, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so he was released yesterday and the Steelers are now uh, searching for an active uh, a replacement. Um, because um, I guess of, because sorry, go on. Uh, is it uh, Whistle has gone to Panthers, right? Yeah, so Jackson Whistle, who was uh, the Steelers' number one netminder last year, went to, uh, like say, the Nottingham Panthers. So he kind of raised a few eyebrows there uh, last season um, when he made the switch. And he's sharing netminding duties with uh, a, a great import netminder there, a guy called Kevin Carr. That's right. So they're sharing sharing duties in Nottingham. Um, so yeah, Whistle, you know, <laughs> I knew it was going to happen when he played Nottingham. He absolutely, uh, when he played against Sheffield, start, sorry, he absolutely stood in his head. Yeah. Um, as all netminders do against the former team. Yeah, for sure. The points prove. Um, so yeah, so Whistle made the, uh, the short trip down the M1 to, uh, Nottingham. Right. Okay. Um, so yeah, so other than that, there's been some pretty, uh, big elite league rule changes. So these rules are coming into place, uh, for the 20... 2021 20, season. Right. Um, so basically, there's four main changes, and the first one is the maximum bench um, strength. Uh, so the size of the bench. Yep. And will change from 19 um, skaters and and three under 23 players to 17 skaters and three under 23 players. So they're reducing the size of the bench. That's interesting. Um, yeah, definitely. And then. Um, there's a rule in regarding um, under 23 players. They've changed it to under 25 players. So basically, 25 uh, years old and under, right. um, the team has to carry three players um, who are under 25 and under. So they've increased the age slightly, which for me, for me is a good decision because players tend to peak slightly older. 
And um, and I was just saying as well, it gives players the chance to play maybe in the NIHL. There's a player who plays for Belfast now, but played in Manchester last year called Kieran Long. And he was quite a prolific goal scorer in Manchester last season. Uh, he was the top British point scorer in the league. But previous to that, he had quite a bit of experience in the EPL, which it was called then. Yep. Um, and it's now known as obviously the NIHL. Yep. And he played in Basingstoke for several years. So he kind of... Cut his uh, cut his mustard, I guess, in the lower league and and playing obviously regular minutes, playing special teams, power play, penalty kill, first line really helped him sort of develop his game and and he came to the elite league at a later age. I think it was twenty twenty three twenty four. So having a player have that experience, I think, prior to joining the leagues, um, important as well. So therefore, by increasing that age. Um, from 23 to 25 allows for players to you know work on that development in in other leagues before making that step up so i think that's uh you know a good one um and then another main rule is the number of imports is set at 13 but you can only have a maximum of 18 imports throughout the season so basically if you have injuries you have players leave you have um uh, players return for family reasons to you know back home you can only have a maximum of 18 players uh, import players in one season um you can only dress 13 um on a game night um so basically the cutting down on the number of import players uh, coming over um and right. replacing players through injury or suspension or or um for whatever reason um which you know in to me it's a bit of a double edged sword because if you do have players who leave for genuine, like sort of family reasons and, and things like that, it's going to hinder, um, you know, teams' rosters. But I think they're doing it for financial parity and and for the, I guess, smaller teams like your Manchester and um, your Coventry who've not quite got the same budget because they won't have to spend as much on things like flights, accommodation, ITC cards, and things like that. Yeah. So I can I can sort of see some some merit in it, um, and also it, it obviously puts some more um, importance on British player development. So therefore, you're getting more British players coming through. Um, but I guess a potential one of that is could it lead to a false economy where you know sort of fairly average British players because they're becoming a more higher commodity are then going to want to have um, bigger wages which rival import wages, for example. Yeah. So you're probably paying over the odds for not um, not as talented British players. So certainly an interesting um, interesting one, I guess. Uh, time will tell how much of an effect it has, really. That's an interesting one, but I mean, let's be fair. Um, the whole sport here could do with a bit of uh, injection of salary. Mm, absolutely. And um, I think you know these changes are welcomed. And I think... This season, particularly, I think the elite league have adopted a bit more of a, a fresher approach, and things like the social media, the media in general, the output of their media is is a lot better, and I think it's more professional now than it has been in recent years. However, I think it, you know, there are things what we can do to shake it up, and hopefully, this will be one what might um, sort of improve things. Yep, sounds sounds like a it, it, it's a good one. It sounds like a positive move to me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I guess other than that, um, results-wise, Sheffield Steelers topped the Elite League, which I'm, uh, I'm pleased to say. Uh, Glasgow, 
Yeah, the Glasgow clan have been on a pretty good run recently as well. Um, so they are in second place. Um, but yeah, the Steelers have put a good run together. Uh, like I say, shelling in less goals. And um, and yeah, and they faced Coventry at the weekend who recently beat the clan. Um, and they're playing currently against Guildford. And um, Coventry are 1-0 up against Guildford as we speak in the first period. Um, so interesting results around the Elite League. Cardiff and Belfast have recently lost as well. Um, so they've not been sort of getting the results of late. And an interesting fact regarding Belfast, because they've got a really good team on paper, they've not scored more than three goals in one game this season so far, in their Elite League games, that is. So they've not scored more than three goals in any of their Elite League games this season. So they're struggling to hit the back of the net. Some some low-scoring games happening uh, at the beginning mm. of the season there, isn't there? I mean, the, uh, yeah. the Cardiff-Nottingham uh, or, yeah, the Cardiff-Nottingham one that happened at the weekend that we went to, I think what ended up 3-1 or something. 2-1. Two, two oh, two, 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 Cardiff lost 2-1. Wowzers, yeah. I mean, nobody yes. nobody's scoring goals at either end. So not only is it, you know, Cardiff, is it, um, you know, an upset really that Cardiff lost, but nobody really scoring goals, you know. Yeah, so that was a bit of a shock, I guess. So when the Panthers beat Cardiff on the home ice, because Cardiff are so formidable, um, you know, in that rink, uh, yeah. the Veolia Arena, and, and you know they play play great at home. So when Nottingham, who've not been in the best of form, they've lost eleven of the last sixteen games. When they beat Cardiff, that certainly raised their uh, few eyebrows. Yeah, it was a, a, amazing to watch. Just dwelling on that one for a minute, it was the first, so second time that, that I've been to the to the Viola uh, because Finn played there, and um, to to go when Cardiff is playing, I mean it's pretty electric. I mean for me, mm-hmm. it ranks up there with the likes of seeing. Someone maybe in the OHL or whatever. Not quite as many people, but it's a sellout, right? And uh, yeah. and, the, and the atmosphere is pretty electric. Um, but Cardiff as a team never looked threatening at all. They never looked like they had had that game in hand. So I don't know what was going on that night. And Bounds let in Bounds, who we all love, let in uh, mm. let in a couple, you know, relative clangers. Wowzers! Yeah, they uh, certainly bounced back the next night as they took the uh, the five three win in Nottingham Cardiff. So they avenged that defeat. However, yeah, a very uncharacteristic loss given uh, Nottingham's uh, lack of, uh, of of winning recently. So interesting. Yeah, uh, out of interest, by the way, uh, where are Cardiff standing in the standings right now? All right, so Cardiff, bear with me a second. They are currently. Um, second, oh yeah, so second in the league now. Um, joint second on twelve points with Glasgow Clan, but they edge ahead here with regulation wins. So they've got six wins okay. uh, from their eight games and two losses. So they're on a pretty good run. Uh, Glasgow have got five um, regulation wins, an overtime win, and two losses um, from eight games. Whereas the Steelers, uh, I guess, are only top by um, more games played. So the Steelers have played ten games with 14 points, and that's made up of six regulation wins, an overtime win, and three losses. Okay. So that, that Cardiff game then was must have been a pretty big upset if they're in second right now, right? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, particularly, like like I said, with Nottingham, they play 10 games. They've got seven points, uh, three wins, and seven losses. So, uh, you know, they're playing, playing at, you know, less than um, 500 hockey, 0.35%. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, on the night, the, as you can imagine, the, the Nottingham fans were having like the night of their lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Away, I mean, playing uh, at home to uh, to Cardiff. 
Um, that's amazing. So we jumped in on the middle of that. Where, where are you with the scores? Is, is that um, everything that's ha- happened over the last week? or is? Uh, yeah, so other games in the Elite League what have uh, been going off recently. Um, like I say, currently right now, ooh, an update on the Coventry score. They're currently leading 3-2 oh. against Guildford, and that's in the third period. Um, so I, actually, that might not be my browser refreshing before when I said it was one <laughs> nil. <laughs> so um, games at the weekend: uh, Fife um, on Sunday uh, beat Guildford two one. Coventry beat Glasgow eight six. So defence was optional in that game by the looks of it. Yeah. Uh, Belfast beat Manchester three one. Cardiff beat Nottingham five three, and the Steelers beat Dundee four two. And then going back to the Saturday. Uh, Coventry beat Dundee 2-1. Nottingham beat Cardiff, which was the game you guys were at, 2-1. Manchester won in the shootout against Belfast 4-3, so that was another shock on the night. So bottom place, Manchester beating uh, Belfast. And then Guildford beat 5-3-2 in overtime as well. Awesome. So much action. I just love hearing scores rattling off like that. When you think about the months of no hockey that we've just come through, it's so exciting to be back in the thick of it again. Absolutely, and um, I guess now um, going on to the uh, the women's hockey, um, mm-hmm. some some score um, some scores there. So on Saturday, uh, the Queen Bees had a very impressive five two win over Solihull. So Solihull are a, a you know a very good team as well. So a big win uh, for Bracknell, um, and then in that's in the women's elite. And then in Division One, um, Sheffield Shadows had an eight-two win over Grimsby, so a big win for the Sheffield Shadows. And then going on to Sunday, um, Guildford in the Elite League beat Nottingham seven-two, and then in the Premier League, uh, Whitley Bay and Sheffield was tied at four-all, and it was stopped after forty-nine minutes. And 58 seconds because there was an injury sustained to the Whitley netminder. Um, but because of the stoppage, um, basically they ran out of ice time. So the game had to be stopped early for the public session, which was due to come on after. So that, a bit of a strange scenario. That um, is that, that, I know, absolutely. That, so, that, just goes, that goes towards everything we've been saying about women's hockey, especially here, yeah. right? So if you remember at the end of last year when it was coming up to the champ or the final tournament or whatever and they got bumped because of a minor hockey tournament or something like that. Mm. I mean, the ultimate insult to have an actual game, a live game suspended because they wanted to open the rink to an open skate, a public skate. I mean, that is an outrage. Oh, it's ridiculous. It just goes to show that, you know, they... To trying to promote the women's game and trying to make it almost, I guess, equal. But when they're bumping it for a public session, that wouldn't happen with a Steelers game. That wouldn't happen with a, say, a Swindon Wildcats game. You know, it'd go over, wouldn't it? And for them to say, right, game stopped. You know, we've got to get the Zamboni on and do the ice cup before the public session. It's ridiculous. Yeah, no, it is ridiculous, and you've just got to feel for those Wheatley players and um, and you know the the um, the Sheffield players who took part as well, and obviously our. Um, best wishes go out to the Whitley goalie who was injured, um, you know, during that game. Hopefully she'll make a speedy recovery. Um, but, yeah, absolutely farcical that, you know, these things are happening, you know, in, in the women's game. Yeah, no, it's that is outrageous, especially um, top flight women's hockey too. And, I mean, these games are great, right? Um, just jumping yeah. back to the Queen Bees game and, and sort of UK hockey fam are sort of the official Queen Bees 
supporters club and um that game was 5-2 and it's worth noting that um four of those five goals were scored by Catherine Gale mm-hmm. so a big night i mean um what a sharpshooter to get four four of uh, five goals in a night so a really great game there absolutely and just goes to show the strength of of their team and and how much depth they've got with you know the likes of Gale and Laura Summers and Rachel Cartwright and and you know those the, the players they've got there and um you can see why they're so successful, and they've got great netminding with a young girl called um, Emma Nichols as well, who I commentated on a while ago um, during the Nationals in Sheffield, and uh, I had the pleasure of watching Emma play, and she is an outstanding netminder, and certainly one to keep an eye on because she will, you know, do big things, um, and she she'll definitely go far. So an outstanding netminder there. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. So some great, great hockey happening uh, in the uh, in the women's top flight league here as well. Um, so can't I can't wait to uh, get down to a game and watch it. Fantastic. Absolutely. So, so I think all that remains is a is a bit of a a teaser for our audience as to um, something that I think that you're working on. Yeah, absolutely. So I have lined up an interview with um, with a player who's coming up, and I don't want to give away too much, but Basically, he will be known to Leafs fans and NHL fans in general, particularly those who've got an interest in Buffalo Sabres and the Toronto Maple Leafs. That is all I'm going to say (laughs) on that one. But um, a player who will certainly have some interesting stories and one I'm very proud and honoured to have. And um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to um, sitting down, doing the interview, obviously not in person. <laughs> However, it'll be over over the phone. But um, yeah, it'll be great nonetheless, and uh, can't wait for for it to be online. Fantastic! What a great teaser to to end uh, Cliffy's notes on, Scott. We can't wait to uh, to get that uh, get get that on the next episode or or whenever it's ready. Um, yeah, fantastic. Absolutely. Uh, Scott, as ever, it's fantastic to have you on. Um, sorry, we've been on a, a bit patchy on getting the episodes out, but it's great to have you back. And hopefully, now that the three of us are relatively fit and well, and we're touching touching every bit of wood we can find here, uh, <laughs> yep. back into the season, um, all back fit and well, and uh, looking forward to jumping on another episode really soon. So, uh, um, thanks so much for coming on tonight. As always, it's uh, it's great to have you on. No, my pleasure as always, guys. And uh, like you say, look forward to uh, being back on regularly and uh, yeah, and talking hockey. Fantastic. Speak to you soon, Scott. Yep. Take care, guys. See you soon. Cheers. Always great to have Scott on. And uh, what a tease. Yeah. Did you hear that? So um, we're looking forward to having uh, an uh, ex-NHLer on uh, and the connecting teams there. Were, what was it? Buffalo and Leafs. Yes. So it would be great to uh, find out who that mystery guest is. Uh, looking forward to having um, loads of uh, elite players from the UK on. And uh, we're in touch with uh, quite a few people at the moment that we hope to get interviewed on the podcast in the coming weeks. Um, yeah. So fantastic to have Scott on again this week. But listen, what? Uh, where are we going next? Fantasy? Let's, let's go fantasy. I've got, I've got some news and then I've got my, my first question of the season. End up end to end the episode. So people that um, tune in regularly know that this year we set up our own uh, fantasy league. A slight plug to ESPN. We're using their um, fantasy league. We had a draft. Um, we've got a nice little league going um, with some actual podcast listeners um, that have joined. Some people we know. Some listeners from the podcast. Some elite players from here in the um, 
in the UK, including um, one of our favorites, Rach, Rach Cartwright from uh, Queen Bees. Has a team in there, uh, some Canadians, some Americans. It's a great little league. And so yeah. how are things looking? How am I doing? Let's start with that. Oh, you're doing great if oh, you want to be in oh. last place. Oh, yeah. You're Still dead last. So I think one of your factors might be that, you know, you're, you're missing John Tavares, who's one who was your second overall pick, which isn't great. John Crystal Glass Hands Tavares. Tavares. <laughs> um, I'm not doing too much better, to be honest. I'm in eighth. But like, uh, I was looking at this with my friend the other day, who's yeah. also in our league, Patrick. Okay, yeah. And we're looking at this, and um, from four, from like four to three, like three or four to nine, yeah, they're all like within like like between you, points, yeah. between you and no- number three, there was only sixty points in it. Yeah, and like I know someone got forty points in one night. Ugh. So like one good night, and you're like pretty much back in it, right? Yeah, you get catapulted up. Yeah, but like like this, it's so close, and then you got top the top two. So Elliot, we mentioned earlier, York yeah. Vikings, yeah, um, yeah. with three, eight, four total it's, points, it's killing it, yeah. And then uh, Scott. Scott is in second place with 325. Cliffy's up there. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Okay. Well, it's fun. It's fun. And so anybody who's on the ESPN Fantasy Hockey League, just look for us on there. It's just UK Hockey Fan League, I think. Yeah. And you can see how we're doing and the standings in there. I, th- I think. I'm, I don't know. We, we, uh, we might have to end, start doing some maybe some updates on Instagram stories or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We could do that also. Right. Um, what else are we going to do? One last thing. Yeah, I've got I've got one last thing that I just wanted to mention. Uh, former Leaf Patrick Marlowe goes back to the goes back to the Sharks. Oh yeah, that's right. So he is back with uh, his uh, original team, and he looks like he's going to end up his end his career where it all started. Where it looks great. That is. So great. look look at this picture here. This is when oh, he was yeah. captain. That's pretty. Yeah, that's cool. Old CCM helmet. Right. What's the last thing you wanted to do? Did you just mention something earlier? I did. I I wanted to. Uh, do a, a kind of a question but like you you know what i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna ask ask you um so with a whole leafs captaincy thing yeah i thought that we could go through some nhl captains and just okay come on let's do just it go through okay what do you mean go through them guess get, you want to try and name them yeah you, you want to try that Ooh, okay all right they're not as hard as you think you're you know gonna I mean? as long as you leave me some of the easy ones okay so Toronto Maple Leafs captain john t veraz John T. Varaz. Yeah. You're not talking about, you know. <laughs> <laughs> John Tavares. Um, that one I know. Okay. Okay. You, you want to well, pick, oh, pick one for me to You guess? want me to, to name a team and see if you know? Yeah. Uh, we'll, do, we'll do a couple, okay. Uh, okay, New Jersey Devils. Uh, Andy Green. Really? How do you know that? Because I actually watched a bar down quiz yeah. the, a couple of weeks ago, and they were yeah. doing a captain's quiz, and he apparently he's the hardest one in the NHL to guess. All right. Okay, listen. Give me one. Make it an easy one, though. Easy you want, you want an easy one? Yeah, yeah. Boston Bruins. Oh, God. Sidney Crosby, of course. Of the Bruins. Yeah, it's pretty good, that. Yeah. Uh, no, no. Yeah. Who was I thinking of? Uh, Boston Bruins. It's got to be... Tall, tall guy. Oh, yeah. Chara? Yeah, Zidane Chara. Yeah. Sydney Crosby. <laughs> nice, nice on that. I mean, no, I can't even save you there. They're, they're not even like on the same. Right. How about Blackhawks? The Hawks. Yeah. Jonathan Taves. Okay. I've known that one for a while. All right. Give me, give me one. Do you mean to give you a more difficult one? Uh, that. Oh uh, yeah, I got that one completely wrong though. Uh, just because I was thinking of the wrong team. Ottawa Senators. Oh God. Oh, uh, that is. Uh, is that 
Ingui Malmsteen? Yes. No, uh, trick question. They qu- don't have one. Trick question, yeah. They a don't ca- have a captain. Carlson got traded, and they haven't got, had a captain since. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Why did you, I asked for an easy one, and you gave me a trick question. Yeah. Right. How it's about uh, I'm going to give you one? All right. Uh, Mr. Know-it-all. Thanks. How Legend. about the Ducks? Ducks? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say Corey Perry, then. I know he's got traded. Uh, Getzlaff. Yes, Ryan, Ryan Getzlaff. Right. Uh, give me one more. Um... Uh, the Jets. Oh, Winterpeg. Winterpeg. I don't know. It's um, that dude. On a line with Patrick Lane. Oh. He was pretty good last year. He got like three, five goals or something. I can't remember. I can't think of it. I'm trying my hardest. Uh, Do you mean to do it for you? Give me a hint. Um, First letter. B. B. Uh, is it um, Blake... What's that guy's name? Blake Wheeler. Yes. Blake Wheeler. Wheeler. Yeah. Okay, I needed help there. Right, one one last one. I'll give you one. You want to give me one? Okay. Uh, yeah, toughy. You ready? Tough one. Really? Yeah. Uh, LA. Andre Kopitar. Oh, God. All right. That was easy. It turned I, out to I be knew easy. that one. I, I, I've, a couple Why of these guys have asked me like... Connor McDavid or something like that. Edmonton, let's go. I don't know. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> Leon Dresser. <laughs> right, let's get out of here. Okay. A um, couple shout outs? Yeah, let's go for it. Um, the sports screen, great guys from the sports screen. Uh, they, uh, we have one set up here. It saves your, gr- your garage door from uh, getting pucks stuffed in it. It's really cool. Um, ours has a goalie on it and that sort of thing. Uh, check them out. Sports screen on uh, Instagram or go to their website. Great guys, Canadian-made product. Um, speaking of Canadian-made products, what do you got? Oh, I want to go with my Bionic Skate Blades. Yeah, yeah, Canadian-made product. I love my my uh, Bionic Skate Blades. Like, they look so nice. And I've said to you, I've said this to you before, like, they're, like the, these, the new generation they brought out, like, they're so nice. Yeah. And, like, the paint looks great after, like, every single, like, time you're on the ice and everything. Like, it just looks great. And, like, people, I've said, people have stopped and said, like, your, bla- your blades are looking really cool, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, so it's nice. interesting. I got in a bit of a tangle about this today on uh, Instagram. I don't know if you saw it. So, nice. um, got into this conversation, step blades versus bionic blades. Oh, and so, you know, we're, we're just genuine guys. Nobody pays us to say these things. We're just literally passing on our own experience with these products to, to anybody that happens to listen. Because you had step blades at one point, didn't I you? I did. So I had step blades. Um, I will big up Herm Sports in London who take yep. care of our skates when we're in Canada. And um, one of the last times I was over, I got a new set of steps put on. And they're good. They're good blades, unquestionably good blades. Uh, but they're not as good. They're not bionic blades. Bionic are lighter, stiffer, and faster, in my opinion. And um, and they and the G two versions look cooler as well. Oh yeah. If that matters to people, and of course it does. So um, you know, just saying, these are, these are genuine things. The products that we really use, and we're only bigging them up because we think they're good. If we uh, thought they were crap, we probably just wouldn't mention them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway some other great stuff happening around beer league republic check them out on um on social media they make some amazing um logo t-shirts hoodies and hats and stuff like that i mean 
they just they des- check them out. Their designs are killer. Did you see the uh, Jason Halloween hockey one that they have going at the I moment? I think I might. Oh, have, yeah. So good. Check them out. Beer League Republic. Over here, there's a really similar outfit of really great guys that we met at. Um, we met at a GB game recently yeah. um, from Crosscheck Clothing, who are in Rotherham, I believe. Amazing designs. Also, these guys both have either sides of the uh, of the big pond one in canada one here in the uk and, and both of them are brilliant designers working for them so check them out um any more for any more puck stop oh yeah of course puck stop um we're huge fans of puck stops family-owned business great big uh, hockey store up in sheffield right near the big rink there and uh, just lovely people you know great shop and they um, d- uh, dealt with our skates the last time we swapped on some bionics um but your very last sharpen uh you got done at um uh, uh, all-star yep here in swindon and uh, and i happened to notice in the shop that they sell bionic blades there as well so you can get them uh, if you're looking out for a set here in the uk that's uh, both of those places have uh, yeah have bionic blades anyway let's get out of here okay right thanks for listening everybody um as always Thanks for following. Subscribe. We're going to try and put out an episode as often as we can, at least once a week. And we'll see you next time. See you next time. It's right. the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game.